0: Creating and Rekindling Memories, NHR. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good morning to everyone. Yeah. Good, good morning. And I tell you what, this is the third time now that you've been on, on, on the show, so thank you so much uh, for coming back on. The last time you were on, you notched up my 1,000th guest um, since uh, starting on Nottingham Hospital Radio. So so pleased that you're back on again. Um, so, and especially... Well,
1: congratulations, yes, yes.
0: That, that was uh, that, very nice, yeah. that was two three years ago when you came into the studio, um, if you remember, yeah. Um, and, and now we're back talking about new stuff, which is brilliant. I love the song, the one that got away. We're going to talk about that very, very shortly. Uh, first of all, it, it's classed as a, a double A-side single, isn't it? I mean, we're old enough to remember when singles had an A-side and an A-side and an A-side and a B-side. How do you get a double A-side on a CD?
1: Well, I think it was, uh, well, good morning. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think really what it was is that uh, this, the songs were written and it, it was difficult for the producer and myself and everyone involved to decide which uh, which side should be the A side. So uh, we just decided to make it a double A side and let the, the listeners choose uh, their particular side that they thought was... A little better than <laughs> a little better than the other one. As for their favourite one, I suppose uh, I suppose you'd describe it as. Well, so um, yeah, it came to about by uh, a, a collaboration I had in the sixties with Dave McGurty, who uh, wrote uh, with his son the, the tracks for this new single. And uh, we kept in touch over the years, and um, he sent me the new track through, which was written with his son. Uh, and uh, that that's how it came about. We recorded it up in Cumbria in um, November when I was in the middle of a, a nationwide tour with PGA Proby and all my colleagues from the 60s. So that fitted in quite nicely, and uh, we, we, we we're very proud of it. We wanted to get the uh, the, the sound of the Phil Spector type sound, that, which I'd always loved from the, the early 60s, with the Ronettes and the people like that so uh, that's what we tried to achieve with with the the new tracks
0: I think you've achieved them very well because uh, I I just love the whole retro 60's sound of it and uh, it's so fresh to hear something like that when you know on on the radio you've got sort of a lot of stuff which isn't quite as good as your stuff, uh, mind to say. Um, and it, it's just nice and fresh to hear that. And as soon as I received the tracks, I th- I, I loved both tracks. Uh, and it's very difficult to choose which one uh, is my favourite. Yes. Um, yeah. so.
1: now you well, followed on, really, from... Uh, I have been recording during the years. I had uh, in the sort of 90s uh, uh, an album out called hostage to the beat that was sort of the the sound that was going around at the time you know the the that sort of sound of the 80s and 90s and then uh just about three or four years ago i had a a blues album an r&b album out, which was really uh my dedication to the great american songwriters jj Cale J. and john hyatt and people like that and that was uh one of my favorite albums that I'd recorded. And for, but for this, we just wanted to go back because many, many people had talked to me on the live shows about, you know, new recordings and stuff. And so we thought instead, instead of just doing current sounds that uh, we can all hear on the radio every day, we'd go back to try and uh, you know, replicate the, uh, the sounds of the 60s.
0: And I tell you what, it, it, it is such, such a great sound. As well. And I'm so pleased that you, you did that because uh, it, it is refreshing to hear that. So Now that you mentioned over the past couple of years, of course, uh, you, you've uh, still been touring and everything. Uh, and it, uh, the last couple of years have been really tough for the entertainment industry and especially live artists like yourself because I know how much you love to go out there and perform live. I mean, how have you kept yourself busy over this period? Um, apart from touring, has there been songwriting or uh, what, what, what have you been doing over the last couple of years?
1: Well, it's 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 difficult to look back and think what I have been doing really. Uh, fortunately, I've had always had other interests uh, apart from me. I mean, music. is my first love. I mean, that's my been my whole whole life. But I've I've also uh, d- 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 and still do delve a little bit into you know antiques, uh, furniture and uh, ceramics and things like that. So. I've done one or two of uh, the d- interest in, in that. And then I've got pastimes which are very un-rock and roll, sort of walking and cycling. So I have been uh, filling my time up, but uh, I've been like most live artists. I've been, you know, just desperate to get back to playing live uh, because that's what I've always done. And uh, like the old sort of blues and jazz artists of old, I think it was Keith Richards who said that many of the artists from the 60s have uh, followed in the tradition of, you know, as they got older, I mean, Paul McCartney's 80 this year, and uh, many, many of the artists, uh, Paul Jones, I know was 80. And uh, so we wanted to continue to play right the way through into our 80s as, as the jazz and blues musicians were, who went before us did. So we did, m- many of the established performers from the 60s have had that that attitude all the way through that we wanted to continue to perform and play live. And that's what
0: we've continued to do and it's good to see that uh, there are so many people back from the 60s and 70s and I suppose now even the 80s because we class the 80s as, as sort of a heritage um, decade as well um, yeah so, yes, yes. Uh, it, it's great to see them back out performing live so that people can enjoy their music so is it easier yes, now? sorry carry on Dave is it easier now is it easier no, now uh... touring because of all the technology and stuff
1: Oh yes, it's much
0: it's much easier now. I mean, many
1: of the things that uh, a lot of musicians disliked about touring was, uh, you know, the travel and the you know the hotels in, in the sixties and seventies weren't very good. We weren't very welcome at hotels because from working class backgrounds, as most of the musicians you know are or were, and uh, we were not very welcome at hotels and around the country, you know, because they were for business people and they they looked sort of down on sort of rock and roll musicians so that that's all changed now I mean there's a great selection of hotels so being on the road now is oh it, you, you can't compare to what it was like I mean you, you have to remember that when we started out my very first tours with Dusty Springfield and the Rolling Stones we was it was pre-Motorways really I mean it was you know the trip to Scotland would be sort of eight hours up to sort of Dundee or, you know, something like that. So the tra- travel and uh, being able to eat when we we're on the road 24 hours a day, which another thing that people forget is that, you know, 62, 63, 64, when we were out on the road, it was very difficult to uh, find anywhere to eat during the day. You know, you'd have a breakfast in a hotel and then you'd be travelling for five hours and you'd be very lucky. You'd finish up at a roadside uh, wagon, you know, for a bacon sandwich or something like that. So it's changed a lot, and for the better.
0: Good, good. The
1: sound good. equipment and everything on stage is uh, is much more professional, and uh, you know, on stage, you know, sound equipment that's changed 30, 40 years ago from when we first started. But that's so. To answer your question, yes, you can't compare the two. It's first class now, whereas in the early days, it was we were all sort of just learning the trade, really, and getting out there and playing.
0: Now then, we played uh, your big hit, of course, which was uh, The Crying Game, just before uh, the, the song that we have just heard. Uh, that was covered by Boy George, of course, in the 80s. Uh, and you've had songs covered by people like the Sex Pistols. Kylie Minogue um, covered The Crying Game as well. What, what's your favourite cover of one of your songs? I
1: think I liked the uh, the... The... the the version of by The Associates, which were a Scottish sort of band from the 70s and 80s, uh, they did a version which was on YouTube, which was live at Ronnie Scott's Jazz Club in London, and they did a version of uh, the, the Crying Game. That's one of my favourite versions, but another one of my favourites is The Kyler Minow, which was filmed live at the, uh, as it was called then, the NYMEX in Manchester, she did a great version of that, and uh, and so that's that's one of my favourites as well. But it's been recorded by even jazz jazz players, and uh, many many people have recorded the crying game. So it's it's great because it was written for me. So I'm very proud of that. You know, there was no there was no version before mine, and, uh, and so I've, I've I've always been very very proud of my recording career. Really, I don't look back on it like many artists do and cringe. You know, when they hear some of the songs they've recorded. And uh, so I've I've always, I I like to think of myself as a a true, honest musician. You know, I enjoy playing and I can play one night for sort of 5,000 people. And then the next night I could be playing, you know, for 350 people in a a smaller venue. And it's, for me, that's what music's all about, the live performance and being out on that stage and playing.
0: Uh, it's good that uh, you know we, we can still get to, to see you because uh, a lot of people who've gone before you, you know, they're no longer here, and uh, you know it, it's lovely that we can see the original um, sort of hit makers like yourself. And as I said, you've seen so many artists come and go. But who do you rate from today's roster of artists? Who 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 do you admire music wise?
1: Uh, the current group. To, to be absolutely honest, it's <laughs> I don't really I don't really listen to a lot of. What's happening today? I mean, I've, I'm aware of, yeah, I'm aware of the programs on TV, which I've, I've never felt were a true reflection of the live music venues. Anyway, you know, even from the days like Opportunity Knocks for the older listeners, you know, and New Faces, uh, the, the current programs, uh, you know, uh, discovering new artists, have never really been a reflection of, of what's happening at the grassroots level in music. So I, I'm not really... I don't really... I, to be honest, I don't really... Half the time, I don't know who anybody is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not the only one. <laughs> so, <laughs> can I just ask you something here, which, which, which I read, um, and I, I, I read that uh, you said that you'd like to be reincarn- reincarnated as a snake because of the way you used your hands when performing back in the 60s. Is that true, or is that something that's just been made up uh, on, you know, on the internet? <laughs> I well, can't I see you, you coming back as a snake.
1: That, <laughs> because my act was a little bit sort of uh, uh, sliding around the stage and still is, you know, and doing a sort of a surreal sort of act. It did, it did remind me of sort of a, a cobra coming out of a, a curled-up basket sort of thing. So I think I, I, I actually probably, I mean, I can't remember ever saying that, but it sounded sort of thing I would have probably just said off the cuff like many, many people do. You know, we, we when you're asked a question, yeah. you just think of something to say and you say it and then look, yeah, then it's brought up many, many years later and first of all, the artist probably can't remember ever saying it <laughs> and, and then looking at it as the public would look at it, it doesn't make sense anyway. So I would think it was probably just said... As a bit of fun, a bit of tongue in cheek, uh, I would think. Yeah.
0: See, that's the trouble nowadays with uh, with the internet. You know, it, it, once it's on there, it's on there, and it it you know, it, it doesn't go away. Uh, so, uh, but it just made me smile when when I when I saw that. Uh, so, and I, I can't imagine you coming yes, back well, as I, I mean, you,
1: you have people. I'm, I mean, I've, I, I, I've, I don't I'm, I'm not a social media person anyway. You know, I think once well, someone once did a survey of. the the general chat on on the social media sites is that 95% of it is just tripe anyway. You know, uh, a photograph of somebody having breakfast somewhere or, you know, like walking out of McDonald's, I believe. And all this stuff is completely uh, tripe to me, really. I'm I'm not really interested uh, in these things. But they do say some strange things. I mean, uh, I think it was on some... I was on some site looking at... uh, Sort of Elvis Presley and Arthur Big Boy Crudup, who wrote a lot of Elvis' early stuff. And I recorded a track called My Baby Left Me, which was an Arthur Big Boy Crudup song, probably from the 40s. And Elvis picked up it in the 50s. And somebody had written in about uh, my version of it, as a, like, that I'd claimed to be the writer of the song, you know, and things like that. It's just, uh, it's, a, it's a funny old business, you know, people pick up on things and repeat them. And I've got a thing when someone will tell me something about anything to do with music, politics, and I always say, well, who told you that? And they say, oh, someone told me. And I'll say, yes, but you, you've not heard that from the, from the, the, the direct person. So yeah. I tend to dismiss many, many things I see and read.
0: Oh, me and all, me and all. So now then, we've mentioned uh, the the double A side, the one that got away, which we played, and we're going to play yesterday's sunshine very shortly. Um, is there an album due, um, maybe sometime this year, with those songs on and more?
1: Uh, we've got no plans, to be absolutely honest. I like to be honest. No, we've got we've got no plans. This was just a one-off, and I think if 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 it did well, you know. Um, with you know interest and uh, then then i think we'd obviously consider doing something whether it would be in the same vein i i don't know because you you can answer a question now and then in two months in in the music industry things can completely change yeah. you know i could say we've got no plans now and you ask me the same question in two months time and i i could be saying yes we've just got a deal for a new album so uh, it's very difficult to answer those sort of questions but there is no plans at the moment now
0: so, are there are there any sort of plans for any other sort of double A sides? You know, just coming out as a single, or maybe an EP, or, or, or it's probably going to be the same answer, isn't it? You know, it could be a few months time before you're offered something, or you find something that you want to record. Yeah,
1: you just don't. You just don't. N- nobody knows in in music. It's 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 a strange profession, a great profession, but it is you know you, you just do not know. And uh, if if you watch any. On Sky Arts, you know, with people like The Small Faces and The Who and all these bands who were around in the 60s, they, they, you know, you don't really know. Even after so many years, you still don't really know what the future holds. You know what the past is all about, yeah. but you just don't know what's going to happen in a year's time or, uh, you know, I could be suddenly touring Australia and America and things like that next year. I don't know. It's, they're all very difficult questions to answer.
0: Well, I tell you what, if people want to find out if there's going to be anything in the future or if and when it comes up, uh, it's probably the best place to, to go is the website. But uh, w- where can people find out more about you, your recordings and and everything that you're doing? And touring, uh, of course. How can they find them? Yes, well,
1: obviously, I've got a, a, a website and it's quite simple. If They just put, you know, Dave Berry... Uh, and uh, they'll they'll, my website will come up and that's got everything on there you know retro photographs the tours that are coming up the gigs uh things like that all the information on what's happening i always refer people to the website because if i haven't got a facebook page i just if anybody asks me questions i just say well you can find out what you need to know about what i'm doing on on my website and uh I, i don't believe in giving everything away you know uh Every the things that happened during the day, you know, I've, I don't think the people really, really want to know. There should be a little bit of mystique in the I think so. in the in you know in, in the music industry. You know, you shouldn't. Everybody shouldn't know everything. I don't want, didn't want to know everything about the artists that I enjoyed. I like the the mystique and to, to just wonder what was happening.
0: If there's everything out there, then there's nothing to learn. Um, so you know, and it's always nice to maybe learn something a little bit sort of further down the line so uh, yeah I totally agree with that uh, but if people want to find out all about the recordings uh, and of course how to get hold of uh, the, the single which is out I believe on the 1st of March um, and uh, is, all, yeah. all you're touring as well that's a, that's coming up then go to the website don't mix it up with Dave Berry the comedian because he's not a very good singer um, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well the actual site is cryinggame.co.uk
0: there you go uh, can't, so can't mistake to, it yeah Lovely stuff. Uh, it's been brilliant to talk to you again, Dave. Uh, and the, the single—I just love both sides of the single, so I'm going to keep playing both sides. Um, I am. So, have a lovely rest of the Sunday. And as I say, thank you so much for taking time out to have a chat with us. Um, and uh, thank you,
1: and kind regards to all your listeners. Oh, uh, bless thank you, you so Dave. Much. Have
0: a good Sunday.